Today's episode is going to be interesting especially for leads of data science or data science managers who manage multiple projects. Hello and welcome to all the data scientists to another new episode on Talking AWS for Data Science. So Kali, let's talk about a scenario where generally data science managers are put into. So let me just take a situation. So if I, as a data science manager, I'm managing a team, then I'm not managing just one data science project, right? So I would have my team members managing two, three or four data science projects simultaneously for the same department or for the same kind of inputs. So then what happens? Like, for instance, let me just give you an example. Like, uh, if I'm talking about a social media feed, like a Twitter feed, which is coming into my department, and I'm supposed to uh, find out the sentiment uh, of these feeds. And so I give this as a project to one of my teams. And then I have another project coming up where uh, they ask me to classify these feeds um, as to whether the feed belongs to politics or movies or entertainment, whatever. So definitely I would go and give this to another team of data scientists. And maybe there's another team working on the same feed where they're trying to find uh, what are the similar kind of feeds within the politics stream or within the entertainment stream. So I have three data scientist teams with me working on the same data, right? So what are the kind of problems you face and what would be an ideal way to manage these three or four different kinds of projects rather than these teams working in silos? How do we integrate these teams so that we have an optimized approach to solve these kind of problems? So this thing I see uh, is very peculiar to data science managers. Uh, I don't see a scenario like this coming to a software uh, uh, manager uh, or a manager who does programming or, or a business analyst kind of a thing. But I think especially on data science, uh, definitely there is potential to optimize your uh, pipelines and optimize your workflows. So let us analyze this uh, problem, right? So you have three data science teams. Every data science teams undergoes through the same process, which is data collection, data cleaning, training, deployment. So what is the most time consuming activity among all of these phases? So everybody knows that the data cleaning or else the feature engineering or feature transformation is the most time consuming activity. Somebody was saying that it takes around 60% of the entire data science team into doing your feature engineering. So now the challenge is how could somebody optimize uh, feature engineering process? So I'll throw the question back to you, Deepti, because you mentioned the processing of Twitter and tweets, right? So if you are managing your uh, tweets, uh, tweet processing, definitely you must be doing some feature engineering. So how are you going to optimize that feature engineering process across your multiple teams? How do you do that? So ideally, I would not let my teams work in silos. See. Ideally, if you look at the scenario, what I've said, the input is the same. 
the only thing is output is diversifying right you have three different outputs from one single input or when i say output there are three different models coming up so ideally when you're talking about feature engineering which is almost taking 60 to 70 percent of time that is where we are going uh, that is where you actually see there's a lot of scope of optimizing both your computational power and also the time of the team right so that is where i think we need to take a step stop and say hey if team 1 is doing feature engineering with the same input data why not team 2 and 3 also use the same feature engineering code or the data the team 1 can actually go share the data with team 2 and 3 so that the other teams do not reinvent the wheel so you are saving both the time of the teams and also think about the computational power which is required to convert all this data like for instance in my example of twitter uh, feed it's all natural language processing and what is natural language processing it is basically converting your text into numbers so that the computer or the machine understands so how much computational power are you using and then also you think about the storage power so if imagine three teams are going to convert or the input into their embeddings that means you are actually storing in three times the power right so basically you are uh, redoing the work three times so that is where i think you can go and optimize so i would basically let one team do the feature engineering or maybe do it together but again go ahead and share this piece of code among all the three teams yeah exactly i mean uh, the 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 first thing would be to make all the three teams agree on the approach of transformation because everybody has their own way of uh, doing feature engineering so yeah so i you answered your own question right because initially you said okay how how could a data science manager help in optimizing the process and then you answered that optimizing the feature engineering step is a critical step in terms of reusing uh, the the process maybe saving 60% of your time across all the projects which are using the same input data so the same thing has been advocated by aws also uh so now if you actually come back into the aws side of things because we talk about different aws services so let's talk about the aws sagemaker feature store so feature store is a functionality provided by sagemaker wherein they are exactly doing what you said they are optimizing the feature engineering step and how do they do that they are simply creating a store for all of your features so if you are uh if your one team is actually creating or writing this feature transformation scripts you they do that and then they push the results like the features into the store such that next time if other team comes in and wants the same features they go back and simply pull those features from the store so that is like a great way in which uh, uh, you could save time across because everybody is not rewriting the same code and everybody is not reusing the compute Uh, uh for example imagine if you are processing 100 million tweets just uh, 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 guess the amount of compute that you are using in order to transform those uh, uh, twitter feeds so what else can you talk about how the feature store works yeah just to add on to what you uh, what you have already said like uh, you said okay team 1 uh, does the feature engineering and team 2 uses the feature engineering but there could be a scenario where team 2 needs 
additional features maybe the features or feature engineering whatever the team one has done is not provided there so team two doesn't have to start from scratch it just goes and adds the features what it requires to the feature store and then it logs so the feature store has this uh, option of logging so it actually logs the time event at which the features are being added and by whom they are being added so it has got a unique identifier to identify who is adding at what time it is at what time they are adding and you can also specify like what are the features are being added so basically what all this says is feature store is a kind of a versioning uh, uh device i should say where you know ha you have versions of your features so now team 3 comes in and team 3 comes in and says i don't need n plus 2 features i just need n minus 10 features so it needn't pull out all these features there so it will pull out only n minus 10 and so now the question is how will it pull out these features and that is where there is this beautiful combination of feature store which connects to your athena query and athena query what it does athena query is nothing but a simple sql statement so team 3 knows its n minus 10 features which it needs so it just they just write a simple query a sql query saying that these 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 are the features i need and then connect it feature store to the athena query and retrieve the data so once they retrieve the data they have a ready made data for them to start training their model correct another advantage of feature store is uh, the way it stores the features so they have two modes one is an online mode and another is an offline mode so in online mode what they do is they have features available for you for immediate use which have less latency something like when you use a feature uh, for inference and in offline mode they create features where you need it in bulk for example team 1 has created all the features and then now you need a million features uh, to be used for your next training so you could use the offline mode in which you could start uh, getting all those features in bulk so that saves a lot of time so similarly because every feature comes with a feature uh, required identifier you could specifically pull the feature that you need uh, because every feature is also saved with a timestamp so thereby you would know when this feature was created at what time was this feature stored and they also come with versioning feature uh, such that you know that how many versions has this particular feature undergone so now trying to wrap up the whole thing uh, we spoke about how uh, uh, what kind of problems do typical data science projects face uh, you through the uh, through a scenario to me and uh, we talked about how aws sagemaker feature store uh, comes handy so let's uh, uh, wrap this up by saying or kind of re-narrating the same example using feature store how would you implement uh, feature store uh, for the twitter example that you gave yeah i think uh, see basically for the twitter example i gave as i already mentioned ultimately your features are nothing but your uh, embeddings so that is where your feature store comes into picture so once all the teams come together and decide that okay we'll go with the bert embeddings or word to vec embeddings whatever it is so one team sits gets the bert embeddings pushes them into the feature store and then team 2 and team 3 uses these embeddings directly without reconverting all the text into 
embeddings so that's how you as a data science manager can optimize your time and your resources time resources your computational power by using feature store feature yeah thank you deepthi so there you go all the listeners hopefully our conversation today has benefited uh, uh, your data science knowledge so if you like our podcast please share it with other people who would also benefit from what we are talking about and uh, talk to you again uh, next week